people. So it is your girl, Sierra Charisma. And once again, I have not kidnapped your fearless leader, but he is in the 757. And so we are here kikiing and we kind of fell into a whole nother conversation. And I think it's going to be great, y'all. Um, and so, okay, so I'll just give some context, right? So earlier, I think when we did like our first podcast, like me, like when I came on or, or whatever, um, or maybe that might have been the second time, but basically I was in DC, Maryland, that area. And like, we went for brunch and I was like, kikiing. And I was like, yeah, bro, it's been a real sad girl summer, went through a major breakup. And I'm like trying to like regroup and, you know, and we just like kind of fell into a conversation and then like, now we're here. And why don't you tell the people why you're here? And, you know, we'll kind of get into what we're talking about today. Yeah. So I'm in Virginia Beach. Because I'm always in Virginia Beach around this time of year. <laughs> Not always, but often. And it dates back to when I got divorced. Um, mm-hmm. I got divorced in 2017, six years ago. And I'm a beach bum. <laughs> and at that point in my life, I had maybe had one beach day in what was about to be two full summers. Wow. And that was just not going to do it, it for me. That yeah. was not it. So um, I was looking for places to go that was in driving distance. And I'd never been to Virginia Beach. My roommate was from the 757 as well. My college roommate, he's from the 757. So I knew about it. You know, seemed like a cool spot to go to, whatever. And so I just round, decided to drive down, and it was the best, still to this day, is one of the best trips I've ever taken. It was a solo trip, just me. Um, and I've come back here, I think I've come back here every year since maybe I missed one or two years. But okay. I, I've been back ever since. And um, when I came, I just, just to tell that story, the first time I came here, it was spur of the moment like I booked a, booked an Airbnb a few blocks away from the beach okay. I knew I wanted to be able to walk to the beach I think I even brought my bike my bicycle so I could bike around bike to the, ended up biking to the lighthouse and back or whatever it's a nice little vibe um, that was also the summer if I'm not mistaken where they were taking down all the confederate statues mm. so my uncle and I yeah. my, my uncle who's living with me now he was staying with me as well as he does periodically during the summer anyway and he was trying to get down to North Carolina I dropped them off at the bus stop in Richmond, but before that, we went and saw all the all the, uh, all the Confederate statues, mm-hmm. and now they're all gone. The the one of them's still up, and it's all like graffitied, which is f- fantastic. But yeah, so we got we saw them before they were all taken down, which was which was kind of interesting and timely for that. But anyway, he went on his way, I went on my way, and I get onto the beach after that. I check in at Airbnb, I walk to the beach, and there's like black stuff everywhere. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, I pull up and it's the it's the uh, the funk. Well, was, I think it was like the funk fest or the uh, whatever. And I was like, uh huh, of course it is. And like, yeah. there's there's black diasporic stuff on sale. There's artwork and jewelry and clothing and all this kind of stuff. And that night, I'm hearing music. I'm like, is that is that go go? It's go go. And so. I was like, this is destined. This this is this was this was meant to be. I won't like my house in terms of artwork was kind of barren after the divorce, <laughs> if, if you could picture that. Walls had nothing on them. So the first two pieces that I added to the wall to the current decor that's there now, I purchased um 
at the funk at the at the funk fest part of that uh that event so there was a, a picture of Shirley Chisholm and a painting of uh of Malcolm X paintings of each actually mm-hmm. and those are still in my house to this day yeah and they're very dope and <laughs> and and just for the, y'all who don't know Virginia Beach is very white um at least especially like or yeah it's white I mean black folks we be out here but we don't live here evidently like because or not in the, in these parts right no right 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 and again uh, forewarning that you know. Virginia Beach used to be a sundown town, so for you to hear "Go Go," that is very rare. Yeah, and 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 for you to pull up and like, there's this funk fest. I love that for you. It's 2017, right after Trump. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. Um, and so this episode, I guess, is kind of like Q and A, right? Because I feel like, like I don't know, I feel like breakups, divorces, that can all be very tough to, and two separate things, but like very tough to navigate like those waters and so i'm just gonna be asking you like q and eggs i i feel like there's a there's a cool conver- conversation there yeah and and this is a new thing for who knows it's just life because i don't know that i've ever gotten this I, well i don't i don't think i've ever talked about my own personal relationship either past or present yeah. um relationships past or present ever on the show and so this is new, new territory for the show. But I'm here. Let's do it. You know, okay. we had Virginia Beach is the setting for it. So, ask away. And you could just say like Malibu if it's ever like like too too much too soon. Or like, is that the safe word? Malibu? Yeah, because insecure. Have you seen? <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, I, it didn't click, but I got you. <laughs> but and, and Malibu was opposite because they were just like ra- like radical honesty. Like, but it's like and this one is like too too much. Yeah. Okay. So I guess. Even if we take it back to our conversation about brunch that day, you talked about how you got married right out of college, right? And you said as you were preparing to get married, your parents were getting a divorce, but they didn't tell you that. And you yeah. you said something where you were like, if, if they would have told you, it would have made you reconsider. Like, I want to get into that. So like, what, like... So let's talk about your parents' relationship <laughs> and then, like, why them not telling you would have had you, like, reconsider. Like, what was that like for you? So, I, for better or for worse, idolized their relationship. Uh-huh. And I was, I, I went off to college at 18, you know, whatever. I didn't go very far, but I was still very much in the cocoon of... Of home. Of camp. No, I was, well, when oh. I was in campus, I was on in the cocoon of campus. Oh, okay. And, and was not even... Right, because you're, you're in college. On. Yeah, I was very lost in the moment. So, um, I, yeah, I idolized their relationship. And looking back and having read, I mean, I've read Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari, which is hilarious, but it helped me, it helped give language and terminology to what I feel like different marriages can be. Like, they can be romantic marriages, they can be pragmatic marriages, they can be, um, uh, compatibility marriages like just like oh we, we just want to make 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 a family whatever but we don't like the love might not be there the whole time mm-hmm. whatever there's a lot of different there's a lot of companionship yeah a lot of different kinds of modes to it and and um i think my parents marriage was was great it started well and um, ultimately they got divorced um but i didn't see the worst of the the divorcing part because mm. i was in college and, and, an, and an adult after that i never moved back home or anything like that so where my younger siblings, I think, saw more of why mm. <laughs> they should be divorced. Yeah. And, and if I was being honest, like the the, the embers were there earlier mm-hmm. on. I just didn't. I was just had blinders up. You're and was like, Oh, their relationship is great. Um, and so I I think if they had gotten divorced earlier, because I don't think their divorce was even final until I was married. I think 
Um, so I so so but even like the writing on the wall was probably there and I should have perceived that already before I got married but it wasn't and so I just think it would have been a wake-up call kind of like a shock to the system if the relationship I idolized wasn't a forever marriage it would have just jolted me into like a questioning of everything mm-hmm. and maybe it would have change the trajectory of of my relationship with with my ex-wife or or not i don't know i don't know it might not have but but i think like that just would have been an interesting input to my relationship calculations because basically what i wound up doing was emulating their relationship they they met um actually they met in dc before college they went to college in rhode island they were prom dates and no, actually, they were. They were. Okay. They, they, met, they, met, they met before the senior year of high school. So they were prom dates, but they met like the summer before, and it was like, you know, whatever. And then they went to the same college and all that kind of stuff. So that, that was cool. Um, and I met my ex-wife in college, and it was like, oh, great, I'm going to do the same exact <laughs> thing. Um, and it was kind of like, for me, it was like, and, and she was like, she was cool. The, the, the relationship mm-hmm. was good. Like, there, there were, and now, now looking back, there's parts of it that weren't great, obviously. And, and I... We also were kids. Like, you're yeah. basically still a kid when you're in college. So, Even when a, you get out of college. Yeah. So there's a lot to learn. I mean, what, a man's brain isn't fully formed until 27. So mm-hmm. <laughs> right, when I, right when I got divorced. So, or no, sorry. not I wasn't divorced until 31. But anyway. Um, anywho. So, yeah, I think, I think there's just... I just would have, I just would have approached relationships differently. I would, I would, I would have put I don't know I just I just would I wouldn't not that I put pressure on myself to do what they did but the fact that it was filling a similar mode model I was like oh this makes perfect sense because that's what worked for them Mm, yeah oh wait it didn't (laughs) and so it's like this is what you grew up seeing so you're thinking this is the way it must be yeah okay yeah and and I I shouldn't say it didn't I mean it, it worked it worked how it worked it worked they had three kids and we're 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 here we're doing our thing which none is none of you are crackheads <laughs> none of it, right and we're, we're we're all doing fine so great things came from their marriage and and they had a good, good partnership for for many years i think that the they also had years that weren't great in partnership and i think in in marriages those tend to last longer than they should air quotes mm-hmm. but obviously it's hard to untangle yourself from something you're so familiar with for so long it's just a difficult thing to do um so yeah, I mean, I'll stop there. <laughs> I get you, I get you. But I think you, you said like you said a lot. And so I guess my question, like, did you grow up seeing other relationships? Because even your Uncle Sean in his, like, the episode where you talked, the one you did with him, yeah. where I think he kind of said, like, there was almost a time he almost got married and yeah. it didn't work out. And he yeah. kind of lived life as, like, a, a bachelor, traveler, extraordinaire. So, like, did you have other relationships that you saw besides your parents? Especially, like, I guess to, like, when you got married, did you have other role models in mind where it's like, okay, like, who do I seek wisdom for, like, as new people, as, like, new, young newlyweds going into to, to, to marriage? So, I guess I'll start with family. I would had aunts and uncles that had partners and marriages and stuff, and... Um, those counted to a degree. I don't think any of them got divorced. So, like, divorce was never modeled as an acceptable thing. Not that it wasn't, not that it wasn't acceptable. It just nobody did it. So okay. it was just like normal. What was normalized was staying married. Mm-hmm. Um, even though 
looking back, I could have seen things that may or, may or may not have been great about the relationships, but um, everybody's still married. Yeah. Well, my parents are. But, like, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. So, but then, but then kind of, and, but I think my parents' relationship always is way more important anyway. Like, yeah. other folks could have gotten divorced, and I'm like, well, my parents are still together. So, <laughs> I would I would have still held them in a higher regard regardless. Um, in terms of peers, was the question also around peers? Not uh, just peers, but, like, even, like, like, I guess for, like, wisdom, where it's, like, who, like, I guess, like, of course you have your parents, but, like, you know how, like, you have, like, mentors in, like, life and various things where it's, like, if, where it's, like, who who else would you have gone to for wisdom? Because I feel like, I don't know if I would want necessarily, a, like, if, if we're both 24 getting married and our friends is, like, got married at, like, 23, I mean, I might talk to them about some things, but I'm talking to the, the people who's, like, who got 40, 50 plus years in, like, who else... Yeah. Has been around. Who else has spun the block around this marriage thing? Yeah, and I didn't really. I didn't really talk to people like that. Mm. I didn't really. I kind of just saw things and observed things, good things. I, I chose yeah. to ignore the bad thing, <laughs> any, any perceptively bad thing, um, and just kind of like kept the moving i didn't i didn't really necessarily seek counsel or like you know ask people questions i don't think maybe my maybe my mom i don't know maybe i asked her some questions at some point but that might have been after i was already married i don't know um so so i, I don't think i really did a very good job or a, a job of that at all okay and then because like the reason was there a reason i asked that Oh, okay. I know what it was. When you when you were talking, what came up, what, what popped up to me, I thought about this uh, Joy DeGruy interview. Have you ever seen the podcast, Man Enough? No. So she did an episode of that, and she was talking about how she did a study where it's like, when women like kind of have a, I don't say a problem, but when they like when they peep something, or if, like if something is a foot or a miss, we call other women. Women, it's like, hey, like I'm experiencing this. Like, did you do, like like how did you mitigate through that? And yeah. she's noticed like with her husband. Like, and just with other men, period, men don't hit each other up. Like, hey, bro, like, did you go through this? I went through this. How did you? They're like, what they do is men will, like, isolate. And, like, she was, like, she was talking about her husband. Like, she was saying, like, um, she would notice, like, whenever there was, like, a problem sometimes or if something was super, like, troubling him, he would go into his den. And she had to tell him, like, stop doing that. You're going down there to die. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you look at it, like, in terms of, like, an anthropo anthropological Anthropo anthropological yes no. so when you look at it from like that space and like the research she was saying is like women would come together yeah. they would survive men would isolate they would die mm -hmm. and so it's like the importance of talking to people and talking things out and so when you said that where you're like oh i didn't really like check with nobody and again like you're like you you were very young yeah. and i say that and again like this like no shame no no shade but I was like, when you said that, like, I thought about, like, that was the first thing that came to mind where it's yeah. like, I didn't seek counsel. But I feel like with women, sometimes it just comes at us solicited or, oh, or not. Yeah. Right. I think so. I did seek counsel from my peers, but not from like, like you said, not, not from married couples that have spun the block and have been in it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, so I, I didn't isolate myself in the sense that, like, I could talk to my homies about mm -hmm. stuff, um, which I think was helpful. But. I also didn't let it be all that helpful either. Like, okay. I feel like they, I've, I've circled back <laughs> and like, you know, after the divorce, it's like, did you ever tell me, like, you thought it might not work out? And they'd be like, you really think you would have listened? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I could be stubborn. You know, I, I can be, 
you know. And I think a lot of them kind of it's credit to them. They know me well enough to know that they couldn't have just told me like mm-hmm. they didn't think it was a good you know whatever. Um, I think they would have like pointed to things and be like, oh, is this what you want? Like, what do you really want? Mm-hmm. Like, is it like are these things that you know? But which is a great approach. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I was ram headed, I guess, in some areas and, yeah. and uh, kind of went for it. My friends, my friends were like so. I thank God because, like, when I got into the last relationship, we we were on and off again, on again, and oh, the, like God is faithful because God had already told me like that ain't it, Chief, and I'm like, Lord, it's gonna it's gonna have to be it because I'm like I have a timeline. I want to get married. I want to have babies. <laughs> we gonna have to make it work. And I'm like, Lord, this is it, and he's like, okay. And when I tell you, God just would send people like. There was no, like, I, like, again, like, and this, like, the guy that I was with, there's no shade, like, he's not a bad guy, but it just wasn't it. Yeah. And when I tell you, like, it would just be people, like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I remember, like, we got, I will never forget, we got back together, and, you know, I told my aunt, and she was like, you pray about that? I was like, mm. She's like, mm, I'm not even going to say nothing to you. Mm. But again, <laughs> there really wasn't, I don't want to say there wasn't peace, but, like, it was one of those things where it's like, I knew I was coasting on grace, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. and I talked in like the last episode about like you can't abuse grace because mm-hmm. it's like it's like all right, you gonna do what you gonna do. It's like you gonna find out, and I think that's kind of why like when we broke up, I took it so hard mm-hmm. and still had to process. But when I like te- when I texted my friends, I think I told you. You I did will, tell me that. I will never forget my homegirl sent the praise hands emojis, and it's like. All I could do was laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> right, right. And and she said, she said, listen, I know it might be too soon, but she was like, that just was not the relationship for you. And God has better for you. And so she because and they could see it. They were just mm-hmm. like, I, and I think I told you another thing where my friend was like, homegirl, like called me my sister, my best friend. And she she was getting emotional. And she was like, listen, because I was like talking to her. I'm like, basically like walking, like talking something through. I'm like, well, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. And she just like, she was like, you don't even sound like you. Mm. That is not even your vocabulary. Mm. She was like, you sound like him. In terms of like, she's like, she's like, you never used to doubt yourself like this. You mm. never were so unsure. Mm. And so she was just like, and she's, she's friends to both of us. So she was like, and again, there's no shade against him. But she was just like, you just don't even sound like you. And I think, and that hurt. Not not in the sense of like, damn, you my friend. How you supposed to, like you know like you don't want to be like not 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 in that sense. But it's like, you're my friend and you're seeing something and I'm not ready to see it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that was important. So like when when everything hit the fan, the friends were there, but it's different when it's like most of your people's is like states away. And I and I had friends here, but. It really has been a a like a literal come to Jesus moment. Yeah. And so okay, so yeah, so that that's what came up when you said that. But yeah, I do no. I do have a question. So like, what happened? Like when when did you know where it's like oh like this ain't it, Chief? Like like we we gonna have to call it a quits because there was a lot. Of, I think that's, there, there's a lot at stake, right? Because you had already had your kiddo, and yeah. y'all was the like, college sweethearts, and you were in it for a couple of years. So I guess like how do you know? And again, feel free, Malibu. If it's yeah, I don't know how how to how to answer that. Um, I think I can honestly say that it wouldn't have happened if she didn't leave. Mm. Um, I was still kind of just in the whole like, well, we got married. 
gotta make it work because again I had seen the relationships I had seen that were normalized um, were people who stayed married despite yeah. anything and and I don't know anybody's anything like any, I don't right. know anybody's real dirt if, if right. there's any with aunts, uncles, whatever like grandparents like I don't know I, like my grandparents like they would argue that you know <laughs> that, you know you could tell like you know but ain't nobody gonna lead nobody mm-hmm. you know so it's just like alright well this is just the hard things we need to work through or you know whatever so mm-hmm. I I um, I was not the one that was like, this is not it. It's got to end. Mm-hmm. Um, when she moved out, like that was the first step, obviously. And, and in Maryland, you have to be separated for a year without, when you have a kid, you have to be separated for a year. That so like file for divorce? Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe it's true even if you don't have a kid. I'm pretty sure, definitely with, with a child, like at least like, one kid, you have to be separated for a year first. Um, and so that started our process. And um, I think I think she 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 recognized that it was not a healthy relationship. It was not. Um, it was. I don't know. Everybody's saying toxic these days. I don't. I guess you could say it was toxic. It just it wasn't healthy. It didn't feel mm-hmm. good. It was tumultuous. It was. Um, it wasn't safe emotionally. Like it wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't a good relationship. It really. It yeah. really and and again, I think it was just because we we grew. We we met so young. We grew apart. We we like we, you learn things about yourself and your yourselves in your twenties. You also make mistakes in your twenties, and I think it's difficult when you are married to the person that you made mistakes. You made twenty something year old mistakes with, mm. right? Like it's, it's some some of those things. Like you might say, "Oh, I forgive you," but like it's very difficult to truly heal and truly recover from some of those things when you when you ended up choosing that person to be marry anyway. Um, Sometimes it's it's nice to have had made some of those mistakes with somebody you're never gonna see again. Yeah. <laughs> right. When, when you're 20, 21, 23, you know, whatever it is, it's like, like yeah, it's like oh shit, like I ain't gonna see you. This right. is college. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Right. Sometimes you just chalk it up with experience, and, and maybe there's some pain one way or another, and that's not great. You don't want to leave somebody with pain, but you know that's part of growing too, um, on both ends. And so for us, we we went through all of those things together, all those growing pains together, and it just made it hard to like. I feel like it made it hard for us to. I don't know if forgiveness was hard or it was just hard to move forward. Um, and, and it was just a, a struggle. There were many struggles, many struggles. Um, mm-hmm. And, but when, once we were separated, I I started being happier. Okay. Um, and I started seeing that there was, and I, I, I'm an extrovert. I was raised in, a, I had three siblings. I was raised in a family of five. I've always been around people. I've always loved people. I'm energized by people. I never knew that I liked being in my house by myself before. I had never really had that. <laughs> I, that experience was so few, so yeah. rare for me as an adult. Because my ex and I, we, we lived together for the last year in college. And then we lived together right after yeah. college. So I, 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 one thing when I got divorced, I was like, I had a roommate from 3 to 31. I've never not had a roommate. <laughs> that makes sense. And hearing you talk, that's exactly what I thought about. And I thought about this thing that I, I heard in college too, right? Because my big thing, like, when I, like, and one of my dreams, like, I want to be married. I'm like, I want to have kids. And, and my thing was, like, and me and my best friend, we talk about this all the time. Because I'm just like, when you're a kid, you're thinking, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be married. <laughs> by the, and, then, and then it's like, <laughs> 25 is here, no groom. But then it's like, okay. And then someone broke it down for me in college, and I never thought about it. And it, my whole thing, like, it'll happen when it happens. Um, but it's, he was like, from zero to 18, you are somebody else's responsibility, right? Like, like your parents are, in, basically, you do something and it, it's, they, they might get in trouble. They're, they might, you're their responsibility. Yeah. 
18 to 22 you're in college or you have other obligations other things where it's like like you have a, a responsibility higher than yourself yep but it's like from 23 to like 29 where it's like you're just out in the world and yet you want to couple with somebody else and you want to get married and you you haven't even figured out yourself because you literally have had all these things and i was like oh it's like when you put it like that bro it's like okay but yeah. that 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 makes sense, and so it's like so from three to thirty one, you like you you never had been by yourself. Never had my own space. Yeah. And and with the divorce, like I have my own space, but I have my son half the time, so it's like I have my own space sort of. Ish, right? Yeah, which is like you know, which and and I guess the 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 point I was getting at was that like I learned how much I like being in a house by myself. <laughs> like I just like it. Like I I I liked sleeping in my bed by myself. I thoroughly enjoyed it. it might be my preference. I think it's my preference. <laughs> like, and that's that's like strange. And like I was, you know, eventually I got to the point where I got a queen, a king size bed, and it's like, even if there's somebody in there, I'm, by, still, I'm still by myself. Right? Like this, and there ain't nobody else there. And I'm, I'm I'm sticking out my arm all the way to the to the left because I guess I sleep on the right side of the bed. Is that a thing? I guess so. People always sleep on the same side of the bed. Anyway, uh, is that the side by the door? Because like people yeah, take that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I I learned that, and so I knew at that point that I did not want to be married anymore. I, I kind of agreed with the decision. There was a little bit of you know like would because that, and that's part of why they do the year, especially with kids. It's like is there an opportunity to rectify mm-hmm. um, and, and get and keep it together. For the sake of the kids, of course. And um, there's a little bit of that back and forth. But ultimately, like, I was like, yeah, no, nah, this is this is the move. Like, this was not it. And um, I, I generally don't think we were, the, we were the best partners for each other. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't think, I think she's a, she's a good person and everything. And I, I truly want her to be happy and have, have a relationship that, that fulfills yeah. her. Um, and and I, I, I honestly feel like I've had some of the best years of my life since the divorce. And yeah. Um, it's no slight to her. It's no right. slight to marriage as an institution right. or anything like that. It's just in my experience in my life, like those years were were, were a blast and are a blast. I mean, I'm still. I mean, I'm in like yeah. s- taking a solo trip to Virginia Beach, like a solo trip to Ghana. Like I've done, I've yeah. done like and it, you know, it's not just just the travels. It's just you know, I, I've just thoroughly enjoyed myself in my 30s. And I think to your point, being single and dating around a little bit, a little less, a little casually in your 20s could set you up for enjoying those 30s with somebody too. True. So like like me, I kind of flipped it. I, I was mm-hmm. with somebody from my 20s and now I'm enjoying my 30s as a single person with a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's enjoyable, but but I could see it going the other way too. Like, mm-hmm. and so, so I, like really, and w- in the conversation with my uncle, mm-hmm. he's like, he said, you know, do you, like do you, yeah. like do, do, <laughs> like make, make, do, in life what feels good for you and I feel yeah. like my only issue is that a lot of people feel pressured to do what society has normalized and not yeah. what might truly be right for you whether that's non-monogamy whether that's being <laughs> single whether yeah. that's you know being I remember my dad said I think I might have been married probably fresh married when he said this and this is when mm-hmm. he, and, he and my mom were, were getting divorced or we splitting up or whatever he was like I think marriage should have terms and conditions. He's like, <laughs> people should get married for five years and have, and he was just throwing out the years, yeah. the number of years, it could be different, but like, people should get married for like five years, for example, and like have certain terms and conditions. And after five years, they could stay married with the same terms and conditions, stay married with different terms and conditions, or end it. 
and like have that just be normal. And I was like, and at first I was like, that's not what the Bible said. Like, that's not, you know, how it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be until death, deep, blah, 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 blah. But now I'm like, yeah, that, that man was right. That, that shit sounds so smart now. Cause like, cause, cause there's seasons. And, yeah. and I'm, and Avery's at an age now where I'm talking, I'm just telling him about like seasonal seasons, how friendships change over seasons. Yeah. Um, he's, he's too young to really be dating or anything yet, of course. But like, uh, but I'm still planning to see that like life has seasons. Yeah. You know, not every, uh, with all relationships. Yeah. Friend, like again, like your friends in fifth grade might not be oh, your yeah. friends in twelfth grade. Of course, of course. And but, like things things definitely change. So um yeah, I don't know. I, I think that kind of that kind of a relationship model, although it sounds it sounds more it sounds like a lawyer needs to be present and not so much <laughs> your, your loving feelings, but uh but it's 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 smart I think because it's it it oh that's another thing that came up. I, I mentioned this to my therapist. I was like, it's really funny how when we date, we outside. When you're dating, you're like out of the date. You mm-hmm. go places. You go do things. You you might have like Netflix and chill. You might, mm-hmm. you might be at the house or whatever. But like, are you really like, are you going doing groceries together? Are you are you doing like life shit together? Because mm, cool. we outside in a relationship and then we get married and then we're inside all the time. And then we realize, oh, inside me don't like inside you. Because we never had a relationship inside. See, we, this, ooh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, I feel like my, like, and this is why I think date, like, I feel like, like, the first couple of dates, I feel like it's an interview. It's not just all vibes, but I'm like, mm, hold on, question. Like, do you have children? Is there anyone that has children with you? Yeah. I'm like, are you, is there anyone who, do, does anyone think they're in a relationship right. with you? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and, and again, because everything isn't always, Shits and giggles. It's like, yeah. like, like, what's the real you? And I, and I, okay, so I do have a question, and I'm gonna put a pin in this, and we'll circle back. But how did you heal? What was that healing process like for you? And then, oh, or a better, better question, are you healed? Whew. You know, I don't think I'm healed. I think there's always things to learn and things to continue to patch up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just maintenance on healing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would, yeah, I would never be so, I would never say that I'm done. Right. Um, but how did I heal? Um, I tapped back into things that I like doing for me. Um, I played, I used to love playing softball. Uh, I was in a men's league playing softball. I played uh, co-ed football, touch football. Um, I got back into those types of things. I got back into making music. I got back into um, stuff like that, therapy. Mm-hmm. should have been on the top of the list. Um, Black like, men do therapy. Y'all. Yeah, we do, we do, and, and it's needed. It's definitely yeah. needed. It's necessary. It's 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 good. Um, yeah, I mean, like like the, the Virginia Beach trip, like like mm-hmm. that was just like it was the start of a new a new me. Yeah, because I I'd never taken a solo trip before. Like if I had traveled by myself, it might have been for work, and that was like weird. Like you know, it's, it's weird because it's like yeah. you, you're still working, and someone else is like on someone else's dime, and, right? Yeah. And so, but for me to come here and, and literally, like, I brought my bike, like, I could bike around and just do whatever I wanted to do. Like, it was just, yeah. it was like that amount of liberation was kind of symbolic of the liberation I would have as a single man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't jump right into dating. I, I did eventually get on, get on the apps um, for, <laughs> for brief stints, like, in, like, a few months after the divorce, and then, like, six months later, like, I, I did apps a little bit mm-hmm. here and there. Um, I think most, not I think, I know most of my most meaningful relationships were met organically, uh, yeah. not, not through any apps. 
Um, but that was the. I mean, because the apps you can you can lie like, like the apps oh, is just yeah, like a it's, facade. It's yeah, like it's, 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 it's like it's like I'm curating the best version of me. Yeah, you really got to catch people outside, right or inside. Let me stop. That is true. <laughs> but nah. So, I, so so yeah. Healing healing was a was a was a was a long process. Um, it is a long process because again, I'm not gonna say I'm done. Um, but yeah, all of those things and just tapping in the community. Like I feel like we always say it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to be a, an adult. True question. How did that work like post-divorce was like, like did you have to like split the village? Because I feel like whenever you're a couple, it's like, all right, now like we're all like, it's like your friends become my friends. And then like now we're divorcing and it's like, are your friends still my friends? <laughs> like how does that work? So that didn't really happen okay so that wasn't too difficult like okay um yeah like that didn't happen okay so so that that it was kind of like go back to your quarters like like, the friends didn't become friends necessarily and um so yeah that was that was fairly smooth i was able to just no no there's people who especially folks that we went to college with who knew both of us like Mm -hmm. There were some cases where it was like, oh, who who who's going who's who's going to be whose friend? Right. But that, but that I don't I don't really think that was really even a question. I think it was kind of whoever whoever's whoever's initiated the friendship in college. That's pretty much where where it landed, which which just seemed natural. That wasn't any, there was no drama or anything like that. Okay. If, if that's if that's what you're asking. Not necessarily <laughs> drama, but or even in instances like again like so when you guys split like your kid was at least like what four. About that, like three, three ish, three. Yeah, the separation started when he was three. Because yeah. I guess my question, like, sure. like, what about like birthday parties where it's like, do you, or even in his case, like, do you guys do two separate parties? Is it like one party, or like, or when, like, you have friends and family that like, hey, we're inviting, you know, like the woman to the party, but you're not coming to the party. Like, do like, how does that work? If like, or is it like, hey, I have the kiddo on this day, so I'll take him to the party. Yeah, so almost Malibu, but okay, okay. I, well, well, I I think so. Well, okay, I'll, I'll answer it this way. I think divorce is a very emotional process. It's a very it can be transactional. Mm-hmm. It can be it's just it's just a lot. And we've had phases where we did stuff together with him, mm-hmm. and we thought that that would be important. Um, whether that was like like boo at the zoo it, you know that was i think that i think they they still do that uh, i'm not a big halloween person so you know, <laughs> I, i'll do it but you know um so like we do that i take him to a baseball game something like that um like birthday parties like if it's a kid birthday party it's like whoever he's with that's who's taking okay like, we, we're gotcha. not all chumming chumming and like <laughs> okay no adults think birthday parties are fun for the right i mean i don't know if you do maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's an auntie maybe it's an auntie they're fun and that's and that's kind of where i'm at in this space now where it's like shit. Like I'm like because again, like I'm like we're close friends. Our close friends have kids, and I'm like, even recently, where um, friends invited us to the. Luckily, and I was like, I said luckily, but I didn't have my car because I was just like, I saw that he was there, and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go. Mm-hmm. And I say that in the space of not that I hate him. Like I, I I wish him all the best, but like I still have not seen him in person in like almost six How months. How do you think that would go? I don't know. Again, I, I I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. Um, and so like throughout this breakup, there have been times where it's like, I am completely sympathetic of the situation because he had a major trauma happen. 
um, and he had to regroup and figure out himself, right? And I just don't think he was ready for what I was ready for. And so he's going through this life transition. I'm trying to be this partner and trying to figure out what he needs, but he doesn't know how to articulate what he needs. So I'm doing just... It's kind of like a mismatch almost. Yes. And then even before that, where it's like it was always this... I'm not ready. I'm like, like he, not him not being sure what he wants. So then you add trauma on that and it's just not, yeah. it ain't it. And so I, even when we broke up, he was like, and I, he's like, Oh, I'm going to regret this in two weeks. I'm like, if you regret this, do not, do not call me and ask for me back because you like, you miss me. But because it's like, you actually see me in your life. And as like a long term thing. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not, not doing this for shits and gigs. Yeah. Um, and like that was the hardest part because like I was always like fighting and chasing and trying to to make it work, and I just remember, and I remember talking to a friend afterward, and I was just like, hey, um, because again, like like she it's like she's my homegirl, but her man's is his homeboy, so I was just yeah. okay, so I was just like, I don't know if you know, um, but we're not together, and. We and her had a conversation, like, and she was like, um, what did she say to me? She said, when you two were together, she was like, anybody could see how much you wanted him and how much you cared, how you were dedicated to making it work and how you wanted, like, you wanted that to be forever. She's like, anybody with eyes could see that. She's like, but when you talk to him, she was like, she's like, she's like, when he was by himself and, and, and we would talk to him, not just like we, but like, or even being in spaces, she's like, it never gave like as sure as you were about him it never gave he was as sure about you as you were about him mm. and she was like you deserve somebody who will equally if not more like like match or supersede your energy and and sureness yeah i will say that that was me mm. that was me um i kind of getting back to like the aziz ansari book where like just relationships marriages in particular have different themes or different like mm-hmm. what, what's pushing that relationship whether it's love whether it's you know business or whatever and I think my parents kind of fall into like the companionship marriage model where like mm-hmm. they, they might have had love early on or whatever but at the end of the day they were just a unit and they and they were working they were a unit to raise these kids and <laughs> like do the, do that thing and, yeah. and it was more so that than than a romantic lovey-dovey like I, I can count on probably one or two hands how many times I had a date in Aww. like my upbringing like, <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot and, and it's just like damn like and, and it's like is that the reason it didn't I don't know but like and so I brought to ro- I didn't bring much romance to dating I brought like practical skills that you know, like, could help you hold down a fort and like raise some kids but like I didn't I wasn't all about the romantic the lovey-dovey stuff and I really didn't know what I didn't know enough about myself to know who, what what I would love in a person and also I didn't know how I wanted to be loved either and I eventually realized that like I didn't love her in the way that like you would expect for a relationship um, and that was that was that so yeah I, I'm, I'm dropping a bomb like after you asked me the original question what happened no, um, but that, that was like a, a really critical issue because like like there was always that like do, like who likes like in any relationship, like, who likes who more who's more mm-hmm. who's more sure whatever it, like I 
I liked her and it was cool. Like there was a lot of compatibility and things like that. But like in terms of just like the the passionate love, whatever, like I didn't I didn't have that. But I also didn't think that was a problem because it wasn't necessarily part of any of the relationships in my life in terms of like yeah of course then my parents get divorced so it's like oh well maybe that is important right so that's another reason why like that that knowledge would have been helpful and she may have appreciated it because she might I don't know she feels like I don't know if she feels like she wasted her time with me or whatever I could understand if she did Um, but also at the same time like kind of like your ex like I didn't have the language the hadn't gone to therapy or at least not enough yet to be able to articulate those things and you know, now in hindsight, it's easy to be like, oh yeah, like oh I was in this place, da 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 da. But yeah. I have language now. I have years of experience of therapy, first and foremost, but also just time yeah. for that to be in the rear view to understand it better. I mean, there's times where I'm talking to my homeboys now. We give each other the same advice like every other month, but it's not it's not because it's not because we don't know the advice. It's because we don't see we don't see the need for it in our own moment. Yeah. So so that's good. Yeah. So anyway, I I feel like. That was an issue for me, mm-hmm. um, and I and I applaud you for 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 breaking up with them or, or just like moving through move, moving beyond that relationship um, because it's difficult when yeah. folks are misaligned in that way. Um, it's not that it's impossible, but it is very difficult. And yeah. and, and we tried, and, and and it was just not it, it didn't work out for us. Um, yeah, I think yeah. the hard part for me because I'm one of those people. Like, if we friends, like, because it's like, if I'm with you, I'm with you. And so it's like, loyal to the soil. So it's like, we out. Like, it's like, I, I'm just that person. Like, I, because I feel like um, people have been dropped. And it's like, I don't ever want to be someone that drops somebody. So it's like, I was always just like, what you need? Where, like, I'm here. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. How can I help? And I'm, and even to the point where he's just like, why do you always ask me if I'm, if I'm okay? I'm like, you good? You all right? And I'm like, I don't know. I just want to make sure everyone's okay. That's like, I want, right? It's just like I want to make sure the fan. Like again, like I want to make sure the people that I love are good. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna show up. Like, for, like as if I have the capacity, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um. And so and so yeah. And so like there's, I, and so like to to go back to your question, how would I? I don't know how I would be if I saw him like, again. Like I don't hate him. I don't wish him ill. I'm proud of him. Happy for him. But yeah, and so it's all like learning lessons and building blocks. Cause it was hard. Cause I was like, bro, even like we broke up, and I drove I drove home, and I texted him. I'm like, hey, you sure you made the right decision? I was like, I'll make like we can make it work. And it's just like, nah, fam. And I'm like, okay. And and like, cause I thought about it where it's just like, just again wanting that energy match. And like I think for me, I didn't grow up around seeing relationships. So the relation, or at least healthy ones, what I saw was the Cosby's. Mm. Like, he's Cliff and Claire, and I'm like, that's what I want. Like, like one night you're going to whisk me off off the set, okay? Just dance the whole, like, you, like that's how they yeah, ended the no, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that, that is what I want. And, um, yeah, and, and, and that's the goal for me. And so, like, this was like, what, we broke up six months? Like, not, it hasn't, I don't know if it's been six months, but we broke up at the end of May. So whatever, what's that holiday? Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. So we broke up Memorial Day like that Monday. So I don't know, like, and I know my my friends like you got a date, and I I tried it. I'm like, this ain't it, Chief. Not because it's like all niggas is trash, but it's like, oh, I'm not ready. Yeah. And it's like I'm still like working on me and like getting into that that space and place where I want to be because I feel like the next time I date, 
like, listen, I'm trying to get married. And I say that not to be like, like, marry me now, sucker. But it's like, I'm not about to like beg somebody. I'm not about to, to do all the things. I'm going to just peep, observe. And I'm like, thank you. That's not it. You, yeah. can, you, you can clock out until the right employee comes through. Uh, yeah. You That's, know? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I do, I do feel like that is, it's tough to date. It's tough to date, and it's like I, I feel like I've been. I, I'm in a place where dating is fun, and it I can afford for it to stay fun because okay. I. Okay. So I, I've I've had a marriage. I had I had a, a kid, and could I run it back and try to like? Do do a marriage with <laughs> kids again? Whatever, sure, I could do that. That was my next question. Like, would you do it again? So when I, when I first got divorced, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hard no, but that's kind of predictable. Um, I got to a point where I considered it and was was, mm-hmm. was open to it, but I also feel like, but what, what I'll say to this day is that I it's not I'm not pursuing it. Okay. Um, it's not something that I need or I'm looking for. Like okay. I, I I think it's just like. Um, yeah, like I, I like having having spent so much of my life in that relationship. That's like a third of your life. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? What, so it was like exactly. twenty-one to thirty. So 31? twelve years, yeah. Yeah, because you're thirty-eight. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, I was close. Unfortunately, close. That was a direct reaction, but yeah. So yeah, like legit, like a third of my life. So, um, and really, when you go back to that, like half of that was when I was a kid. Like a third of that was when I was a child. So it's like, yeah. damn, like so much of my adult life um, was was in that relationship. And so, um, I kind of just I, and I told I mentioned this to my therapist. I was like, I would like like life is hard for reasons that life is hard. Like you know, cars, you know, yeah, stuff, cars get stolen, stuff like that. Like life, no, but seriously, like life, life, is, life is just hard, right? Yeah. Um, and there comes a, like nobody will ever tell you marriage is easy. And I'm like, I'm at a point where I want my romantic, my, my companionship, my romantic situation to be, to not be one of the things that's hard, which, which kind of keeps it in a fun and casual space, mm-hmm. um, which my therapist and friends have been like, doesn't that kind of limit you? Because isn't there a certain value that comes from a seriousness in a relationship? And I'm like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm accepting that. Okay. And I, I would rather have the semi-casual enjoyment of seeing this person every time rather than having reasons to fight and argue about whatever the hell people in real serious relationships argue about like i, I i'm good on that okay. at least for right now okay ask me again tomorrow no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um but no yeah i've, I've that that's kind of that's kind of where i've landed so yeah it's not a goal um not i'm not pursuing it okay um so one last question: How does the how does the kiddo feel about you like dating or like? Because I remember I think I don't know if you mentioned it on air or like I know like one of the times when like we were recording you were talking about how your kid was like yeah I don't want you to have any other kids I'm I'm good with being an only child yeah he so I, I think every oldest kid would say that yeah um, if they if they can talk while they can choose while they can think they choose um, because obviously it feels like I'm getting all the attention like if you have another kid I'm not gonna get all the attention. Which is kind of true, but it's also like love is multiplicative, yeah. and it's not limited. So it's, and he would be sharing his attention yeah, with this kid too, right? And so, so yeah, he did say that, and it, I think it's hilarious. And it, and 
I don't, I don't want to have a kid just to, just to have him. I, well, first of all, I, I did, I did, I was, I was the oldest of three. Or I am the oldest of three, and I, the plan was never for him to be an only child. Okay, you know, I mean, married, and you know, you plan right. to have more kids, right? right? At some point, we got married, got divorced, separated, or divorced by the time he was three. So, um, and at that point, I wasn't ready to have more kids so that it would really feel like sibling. Like I'm three years older than my brother, five, eight years older than my sister, mm-hmm. like. That immediate after the divorce time frame would have been the ideal time frame to have him, to have him have a sibling sibling in those senses in that sense rather than have it be like a 10, 15 year older situation. I mean, my that's not my situation. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm thirteen years older than my little brother, like yeah, the youngest. That's one. true, right, right. Yeah, but it's true. cool though because like he knows, like, like he knows, like if he was like, I, I want to get away from come, I got, I got, I got space for you. Yeah. Or it's like, come on, I'll teach you how to drive. Right. So like, there are those things, but. As an older older sibling, you worry where it's like, are these children a good influence? Who do I need to fight? Yeah. What is going oh, on? Oh, for on on your side. Yeah, like on his. I'm like, yeah. are you okay? Like, I have seen Euphoria. Is this is what is this, is this oh, happening? Oh God, that show is terrifying. I'm like, is this happening in your school? <laughs> I was oh, like, can gosh. I homeschool him, please? Yeah. Um, now, yeah, I, I I think, yeah. So I mean, and again, all those families like having having kids later, whatever. Like, you know, I've got friends who have. They've got a, a kid that just started college, and a couple that are in elementary school, or one that's elementary, one's one a newborn. Like, like everything's right. Everything's right yeah. for, for people who is right for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that, like there's no judgment or nothing like that. Um, he, but yes, he has a, as the, the kid realizing he has all the attention in two homes and two Christmases and whatever. Um, he he gets he <laughs> he sees he sees any other any other children as competition and a loss Mm -hmm. which is very pragmatic of him but but no i i but but i do i do sometimes wish he had siblings especially during covid when when everything was shut down like it was just him and and the adults in his life he he actually doesn't have a whole lot of um cousins his age either Mm, um because you're the oldest so like your siblings are a little bit yeah they're younger and um and my ex-wife her sister is a bit older so Mm -hmm. um his, his 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 cousin on that side is is a bit older than him so um so yeah, he doesn't have like that that um, that family village per se. So which is why I'm, I've been trying to be really intentional with like creating the village with with my own village and their kids and making yeah. sure he, he sees them enough. To, which is I mean it's really hard to do obviously with schedules and distance travel yeah. or whatever. But so it's 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 ne- it's never gonna come to the same value of like having a sibling who you who sleeps in your house every day. <laughs> like right. like there's just a lot of value there which which he won't have. Which it's it's, it's you know pros and cons, right? He, he'll he'll still develop and learn and whatever. But yeah, and um, it is, it's not to say it won't come later. Like and what I mean by that it's like my best friend who like on her dad like on her one family side like. Uh, who she grew up with, she was like an only child. Um, but like me and her, I call her my sister, and like she has siblings on her dad's side who she's now getting closer with. And like she, there's like a massive age gap. She's 29, I think the youngest is like 12. Mm-hmm. But like they still have like this, like there's still love there. And yeah. then even again, him making friends like in college and forming like that brotherhood or sisterhood like that sibling so it's not like i didn't grow up down the hall from you but it's like i know like if shit hits the fan and it's like i can't call my parents right yeah. away it's you like, know you know he knows you can, who right you can call, it's like yeah. hey bitch come pick me up it is like say less fam yeah, yeah you know yeah. so it's like it, it might not happen like like again he might not have that now but when yeah. he, he could go to college or go wherever and 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 find his tribe yeah yeah, and I, I think I, I'm, I'm hoping he'll, he'll do that. I hope he, he's learned enough of that now. Um, 
but to kind of finish answering your question, he 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 does he has asked me like specifically like are you dating? Are you single? Like <laughs> whatever, whatever. Like are you gonna get married again? And 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 I and I and I answered him to the you know to the best of my ability. And I, t- and I told him I was like you know I asked him if he was nervous to ask me. He's like yeah. I'm like well I hope you don't feel yeah. nervous because if you can ask me anything you want and I might not be able to answer some questions or at least not to the fullest extent, but I'll I'll do my best to answer answer your questions about mm-hmm. about anything, whether it's me or something you're dealing with. Yeah. Or something he's doing. So, um, so yeah, he's asking about it. He's he's aware of it. Um, sometimes, I do feel like so. So also to circle back to a question you asked asked earlier about doing stuff together with him and all that kind of stuff. We did do that a lot more earlier, and mm-hmm. not so much now. Like mm-hmm. we're not at all now. And and I, I without going into Malibu territory, there's just there's just. Um, there's seasons with relationships again, and yeah. there there are just divorces are hard, and there's just an ebb and flow of what we're able to do and yeah. what's healthy for us as adults first and foremost, yeah. and then and then what's healthy for the kids. I think I think he he is not shy about wanting us to do things all together sometimes, um, but the energy just isn't there yeah. at at the adult level for that. So. Yeah. Um, and that that's just the truth of it, right? And yeah. I think I think that's 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 okay. I'm hope, hopefully that season can 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 move towards a direction of, of there being a little bit more interaction there, so that it it's it's but but only yeah. that's only helpful if it's healthy, right? Right, so, and only so, time, it, it's a time thing. You just gotta yeah. allow. My parents didn't speak for ten years after they split, so it's yeah. like <laughs> like it was until like my eighth grade graduation they were like in the same vicinity. But I think that eighth grade year, I was just giving them so much hell. Like, yeah. they were just like, she's hopping out of windows. She's doing crazy things. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't crazy. It was just like teenage stuff. And they're just like, we have to be united. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because it was very awkward because like my parents, like their situation, there was, I, I believe there was like an infidelity. Like, they're still very tight lipped about the situation. I know my aunt has told me things. Um but they're good now like they're and it, it's like to the point where it's like damn it like my dad will call i was like my mom called you didn't she and she's like he's like yeah he's like because <laughs> like my mom she 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 hovers a little like if i don't answer she's like are you all right are you in a ditch and i'm like i'm not i'm just I'm on my way to pizza mom <laughs> and my dad will be like hey your mom just wants to know you're alive and i'm like I just talked to her four hours ago, but okay. Yeah. So they, they, it took them time, like a lot of time for them to like talk to each other. Cause it, it started gradually. Like, cause they would just be like, like drop offs were between the grandparents. It was yeah. just like, yeah, nah, we, we like 10, I think it might've been more. Cause I think they split when I was four. They went to eighth grade graduation at 13 by the time i was a sophomore in college they were i mean in 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 high school they were they were like hey hey mike hey cheryl they they were good yeah so it it, it takes time and and you know i i hope like that all works out for you i appreciate it i appreciate it yeah and 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 first and foremost i hope it works out for for the kiddo like he's the one that deserves the best possible scenario to if we can continue to work on ourselves and and be able to like co-parent with increasing with increasing compatibility and, and, and effectiveness and, and um, kind of teamwork type of thing, like the, the the more we're able to do that, I think the better for him. But um, but he's 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 getting he's getting he's he's loved he's yeah he's loved and he's cared for. He's got multiple generations in his life, which is which is a blessing. And um, it's uh, yeah, 
And at the end of the day, y'all not crackheads. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. So you guys, you guys are already doing a great job. It's <laughs> a good start. Uh, and so I want to thank you for being very honest and transparent about this whole conversation. Yes, yeah, I appreciate it. This, so, this is uh, these are conversations I've had with with folks, but I've never, I've never done this with the mic right here. A hot so, mic. Uh, yeah. So that's um. That's new for me and new yeah. for the show. So thank you for the push and yeah. thank you for the for the opportunity. Thank you for being hot, humble, open, and transparent. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Courtesy of Transformation Church. Yeah, <laughs> that's their thing. There's like we are a hot church, a humble, uh, yeah, open, you, and transformation, a humble, open, and transparent. And so I, it's not it's not an easy thing to give somebody the the space of vulnerability because you're not obligated to do that. Yeah. So again, so thank you for. For doing this on your show, I appreciate it, and I do have. I know we usually end with a song that mm-hmm. we're, that we're that we're vibing to, and when we finished recording the other episode about about your car, I mentioned Odyssey, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a particular song. Oh, the okay. song the song that hit me yesterday, and I sent it to my buddy Mai in Philly, episode three. Um, he uh, was was Odyssey. From the Odd Tape, which is playing his own name, <laughs> but the song is called "Born Before Yesterday." And it, the Odd Tape, I swear to God, I've heard that song, that whole album, multiple times. This, this, this particular track, I'm like, bro, I do not remember hearing this track ever until yesterday. And that joint is fire, and it's called "Born Before Yesterday," which Born I think is a dope yesterday. name. It's an instrumental track, and um, it was, just, it's, just, it's just, it's just fire. And I love the name "Born Before Yesterday" because every, you know, that's one of those adages like, "Well, you think I was born yesterday?" Um, and uh, I think I think it kind of speaks to like naivete or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, and I and I think that we can be hard on ourselves with relationships. And I think one thing my dad says is is to is to just like realize that it, it is it's truly about the journey. I know it's cliche. Every it's, it's about the journey. It's Everything true. happens for a reason. Blah, blah blah. But those things are also yeah they're very true. And um and. Everybody's doing the best they can under the circumstances, as my uncle says. And so, you know, I, all we've got is our experience and and our and our understanding of our experience. And um, yeah, and that's kind of the premise of the show. Again, yeah. like it's just like who knows? It's just life. Like we, you know, hey, we outside. We, we just we figured out. Here, we out here just doing it. We, improvisation. Life is that's improvisation. It. That's so, all it is. It's like you, you gonna learn. It just reminded me of something I was talking to uh, my pastor about last night because he, he uh, when we were doing Bible study, um, and he said, takes questions, and he was like, taking questions at the end, and I was just like, well, what if you, cause we were talking about like, open doors and doors, I'm like, well, what if it's, what if you go through the wrong door? And he was like, it's a lesson on maturity, and there's grace for that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, you are, I mean, that's a good Bible, because that, that is true. He was just like, he's like, because... You wait for the maturity, but if you go ahead, but it's like, he's like, you're supposed to wait. And it, it just, how do I say this? Long story short, he's like, there's grace for that. There's grace for it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think the challenge is interpersonally extending that grace from us to those in our lives. Yeah. Which is, which is challenging. Like when, if your sure. car gets stolen, like send yes. grace to the person who stole your car. Yeah. Despite all the pain and the hurt and the inconvenience that that was for you. Um, find, finding that grace within yourself, finding that grace for myself to my ex-wife who, you know, we've been, th- we've been through a lot, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of the good times, of course, too. But, 
you know, extending grace is, is difficult. Um, but, but trying to do that is, is, um, the human thing to do, I feel like. And, yeah. and it's, um, it ultimately makes us, makes us better people. It makes us a better community, better village. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the better we're able to do that. Um, it yeah. makes us love better too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate the push. I appreciate the nudge. <laughs> we in Virginia Beach, which is the setting for it. So okay. here we are. Okay. All right, listeners, you, you heard it. You heard it first here on the show. Never, never uh, got into my personal <laughs> relationship history at all. But uh, thank you, girl, Sierra, for, uh, for uh, opening that. <laughs> and, and to be, I did it because it's like I feel like I, I, it was like okay, like it's kind of like circling back to the woman thing, right? Where it's like asking questions, like how you get, how you get through this, how you, and 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 asking that rather than like because I've I've done the retreating, I've done the like I've done that, so I'm like, all right, how did my friends get through some of like their hardest breakups? How how are they navigating through yeah. it? And then like and now even being in this space where it's like okay, like. I'm navigating through, and again, a divorce is not a breakup, but I think that is completely different. There is a lot of yeah. different things. A breakup is like a, you, it's kind of like a clean little, like the the little swivel thingy, and you out. But it's like there's a lot with divorce, especially when there's the kids sure, involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I love having this conversation. Um, and so again, thank you again for yeah. for the gift of your vulnerability. I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. I, you mentioned that I, I've also read books too. I read a lot. That was part of the healing journey too. Um, there's a lot of books. That have contributed to it, Esther Perel, um, so many, so many books that just helped me just be okay with myself, be okay with the way the relationship went. There's information that I learned that was like, oh damn, that'd have been good to know at various points in the relationship or even before the relationship. But at the end of the day, it's all about learning and preparing yourself for to make the best choices for you and those around you next time. So. Yes, this was a good episode. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, then. Well, that's the show. You can get at us on Instagram. I'm at Real Adult. That's R-E-A-L-D-A-D-U-L-T. My name is Sierra Charisma. You can find me on the socials at C-I-E-R-R-A, Sierra Charisma, C-A-R-I-S-M-A. All right. As always, you can get at us on Instagram. Tell us how you thought about what you thought about this episode or any prior episodes. You can also tell us if you have any ideas for future episodes. We hope to catch you here next time. Until then, be safe, be well. Peace. Bye, y'all. Who Knows It's Just Life podcast is recorded, produced, and edited by me. All thoughts and fears expressed on the show represent